the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, the answer. Good afternoon. You tuned in to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm live in studio. Um, I tell you, every time I, I hear the taps, that uh, it kind of gives me goosebumps because you know why it's played. Wherever it's played, you know that someone gave the ultimate sacrifice. And that's one of the reasons why I led with the show on yesterday when I stood in for Dan and Amy and why I had to do it today on my show, because we should never forget what the men and women who fought for this country did for us in giving their, giving their life the ultimate sacrifice. So I wanted to make sure that those who listen to me and watch my show know and understand that I value the men and women who serve this country, especially those who have lost life. So with that said... I want to introduce my co-host today, troublemaker himself. I'm try- I'm calming down. I'm 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 real calm. Doug, no, Doug, looking at me. Verlon walks in the, sh- in the in the shop today and immediately started, you know, getting under my skin. <laughs> the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. Welcome back. Thank you for having me on this special weekend. You know, I come from a military family. A lot of my family members have served. You know, you're making me smile right now, but you know, I. I'm really serious about this day, and um, I get I, I take my hat off to the world's greatest generation. Yeah, you know, yes. if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, you know, and and I hate to throw this in at this time, but it's not beneath the left and cancel culture to one day cancel them. Uh, is that going to be the breaking point for us? Is will that be the breaking point for the country when they try to cancel the great, world's greatest generation? Wow, it's a good point. Because what what it, it's going to take great something? Yeah. It's going to take something. Yeah, and I, I I think it gets to that point. Um, I I I think I think they still even those on the left and the progressives and the regressives. I think they still know 
that the only reason why they're able to do the stupid, goofy, foolish stuff that they're able to do is because we still have the greatest military in the world. And they know because of that they can do because they're protected by the Constitution in the, in the greatest republic to ever exist. Right? I don't give them that much credit. I, I I'm just, telling you. I, I just think that, you know. <laughs> you don't give anybody much no, credit, do you? No, <laughs> I, I think it's not going to be long before they stoop that low. Yeah. You know? But I yeah. want to put it out front now so people can understand. How, yeah. how far will you let them go? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and I mean that. I mean, I don't know what it's going to take for, for America to stand up as one and fight against these Marxists, but it's going to take something. Well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take people, and I, and I said this yesterday on, on Dan and Amy's show, I think it's going to take the American people, not Democrat, not Republican, not Independent, not Libertarian, it's going to take the American people realizing what's at stake. I really don't think enough people understand what's at stake right now. I really don't. I, think, I don't think we have enough people who really understand what is at stake, the very liberty. Tyranny is not knocking at the door anymore. Tyranny has walked in, taken a seat at the table of this greatest country called America. And tyranny wants to lead this country now. So I know so many people said, though, this is what, these were the things that President Trump was going to do. Well, no, we're seeing it being, <laughs> we're seeing it come through and being played out before our very eyes today with these these so-called leaders we have today, right? Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I, I called into Dan and Amy's show uh, talking about interest, it was, but it was uh, relating to the kids. Interest? Interest. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think people take enough interest not only in their kids, but in this country oh, and what's I get going what you're on. Now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I tied it together. You know, it's a lot of people, good people that I've worked with for years. They don't care about politics, what's going on around them. They just want to go to work. But there's a reason why they don't care, though. I, listen, listen, you know why? You know why I know that I'll never recall when I was running for state representative. I went into places where I would knock on the door and a person would say, no one's ever touched my door and had a conversation with me about the politics of the day. That's what it's going to take. You got it's going to take engagement. I don't think people people are trying to live their life alone. People have bills. People have all. You know how I know? I don't know if you know, but I, I have a company called My Bill Angel where we help people who who fall on the hard times. We help them. We help them, you know, with their while they have a hardship. Our, our board is littered with people who have needs. So people are so focused on what they're trying to do, they're trying to raise their kids. They're trying to do these things. I don't think it's so much. Some people are. Don't get me wrong. Some people are just like to heck with politics. But I think the majority, especially that middle class America, they're so, because especially now they, the squeeze is being put on them in so many different areas, so many facets of their life that they're frustrated, they're flustered. And so they, and, and, and then they, they look at politics, they look at these people on the left and on the right fighting and arguing with each other. And they're looking at what, 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 what the problems that they're in, they're dealing with. And they're like, well, they don't give a crap about me. Why should I care about them? Well, you, you are right. But. I engage people all the time. Yeah. And I know people that engage people at work. Yeah. I, I, at about every job I've worked, I engage people about politics and social issues. And uh, I have some that interact and engage and some that say, listen, <laughs> all I do is come to work, go home, and I'm with my family. Others say, I give it to God. Hey, I, I can't control those people. Those people run the but country. But they can control it's, them. But they don't believe it. Yeah. They believe they're either going to work it out or God's going to work it out. Yeah. Then you have some people 
mostly black that I engage with that they hate the system. Yeah. They, 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 they keep on saying we need something else. What's something? Right. Something. Right. They, they suffer from the do something yeah. disease. <laughs> you know, just something. Don't, they don't have any structure. And, and yeah. it's, 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 it's nauseating, but I still do it. Yeah. You know, I, I found out that you talked about you have family members that serve. Actually, my father, Robert Joseph York, serves in World War II. Wow. Um, I, so I looked at his, um, um, what is it, DD-2, I forget what the name of it, DD-216 or something like that. I, I looked at it, and I think I believe he got hurt while he served. Mm. So he did his four years in the Army, came back, and then he went to work at some plating company on, on the north side of Chicago. So, you know, that's hearing, you know, anything military-related now, it has it always, I was always somebody that, because I almost went to the Navy, mm. you know. Um, so, but listening to anybody that's, that's those taps, it, it really does something to me. Man. I'm sorry. Now, my, <laughs> I, I just read a comment somebody sent me. That's why. Oh, well, <laughs> that's my, why I brought that up. My grandfather served World War II. Uh, I have a cousin, a first cousin. He served in Desert Storm. My uncle, he served in Vietnam, and I have an auntie right now in yeah. the Air Force. So yeah. I have a lot of people that serve. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phone lines because I want to take Jim. Jim is actually a sponsor of the show, Best Dental. Uh, give Jim a call. I mean, Best Dental. And uh, he's been sponsoring the show uh, pretty much from day one. Jim, welcome to Black and Right, brother. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, good. Uh, nice opening uh, segment, playing uh, taps. I'm up here in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, with my good buddy, Mookie. Hey, Mookie, you're talking to Chicago Radio. Wait, who are you, who are you with, Jim? My friend, his name is Guy Davis. We call him Mookie. Mookie. <laughs> say, say, say hey, Chicago Radio. Hey, hey, what are you in the hood? Hey, Mookie got to hey, be black. <laughs> I don't know. No white Mookie. Oh, oh. Mookie. No, Mookie only. only, only you're breaking up, Jim. My uncle and dad were both in World War II. My dad was uh, in Okinawa during uh, in the CBs at the end of World War II. In effect, uh, when people talk about you know bombing Okinawa, like the United States just randomly you know bombed uh, you know Japan, you know just like wantonly uh, for no reason. I said, yeah. you know what? The reason I'm over, why I'm probably here is because the atomic bomb was used to end World War II in, in Japan because. You know, a lot of lives were actually saved. And plus, the United States, a lot of people don't know this, but they dropped a lot of leaflets over those areas before yeah. the party people yeah. to get out of there. Some way it was going to happen. So it wasn't just a one in this regard. Hey, hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. You, you broke up when I, when I posed the question. Mookie has to be black because I don't know any white Mookies. Mookie's black, right? <laughs> oh, we lost him. Uh, I wanted to know if Mookie was black or white. Do you know any white Mookies? I don't know any white Mookies. <laughs> do you know any white any white Marcus? Yo, Doug, wait, come on the air. What do you say, Doug? Well, Doug said something about Mookie. You know, I'll be your white Mookie. <laughs> be, oh, okay. We haven't adopted. We got white we got a white. All right, that's your new na- nickname now, Mookie. Every time I see you, Doug. Hey, um, please. St- st- Stick right here. Stay with us, guys. Uh, Verlon and I, gonna, we're going to be tackling some tough subjects today. We're going to be talking about Chicago's foot pursuit policy. And we're also going to be talking about how can Chicago, why do so many people believe Chicago is a racist town when pretty much everybody that's in leadership is black? Check it out. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Oh, welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer, the great late DMX. God rest his soul. You listening to Black and Right? 
Got my guy, my buddy, the troublemaker himself in, to, in the studio. Um, you know, we were going to talk about the foot, foot pursuit policy, but we got a surprise um, caller that calls in today. Um, calling us probably, I don't know if he's, from the, if he's on the Senate floor but he, or if he's in the General Assembly somewhere, um, State Senator Darren Bailey. Darren, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, it's always an honor to be here. I love that description you gave to me. <laughs> you nailed it. So. <laughs> well, I always, I keep telling people you every time I hear you speak, every time I see you, you you remind me of the of somebody with the heart of David. And we we well, got a Goliath before us, but um, you know when when we have God with us, anything's possible. Hey, you nailed it. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, that, we may not have anything to worry about because. Uh, uh, the the Goliath before, so he hadn't been seen in over a week. I don't yeah, know I heard that. Seen yet today or not? But uh, been a wall from 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 business. So yeah. So, but I mean, we have, the, but there has been some things happening in Springfield, and I want to. Yesterday, I talked about it on. I mean, uh, when I filled in and at for Dan and Amy on the Chicago Morning Answer, we talked about the sex ed bill. You know, I I, I saw one of Tony McComey, um, rep, step, rep, state representative Tony McComey, posted on her her page a book that would have been that would be a one of the approved books. I mean, it talked about masturbation. It talked about picture with some little girl showing, you know, looking in through a mirror and, you know, men and women having sex. I, did this really pass both chambers? Unfortunately, it did. Unfortunately, it did. Senator Van Pelt even stood up in, in the Senate floor and proclaimed to everyone that she was, uh, you know, a, a former minister, practicing minister, I'm not for sure, but let everyone know that indeed this was uh, this was indeed you know moral high ground. So as a uh, so yeah, it's, it's a sad. I've got a copy of the book. They tried to explain and debunk the fact that this book would be used. This book could be used. As a matter of fact, the publishers of this book uh, were part of the negotiating. Oh. So it's interesting. Illinois Education Association and Planned Parenthood uh, in committee they fielded all the questions. So that should give you a pretty good idea of what this is all about. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Bailey. This is Verlon Galloway, and I got a question for you, and I have a statement. Mark, uh, yes. mention, mentioning the David and Goliath reference, you're David, and you, you are going up, a, up against a Goliath with a lot of money. Do you think you can really beat this guy? <laughs> so I'm a farmer, and that's all I've ever known, and, and the farmers face a lot of adversity. Uh, I mean, if it's not from the weather, it's from changing rapidly prices to breakdowns to labor shortages to bugs and insects. Uh, anyone that knows me would know that I would not be on this journey if uh, I didn't think that uh, it was possible. So, um, you know, from time to time, we know that uh, God establishes leader, you know, right. the government. You know, government is actually from God. And uh, just, yeah, the feel across Illinois, Illinois is ready for change. Illinois uh, government needs, uh, you know, some moral high ground, moral integrity. And uh, we believe that's going to happen. Absolutely. Well, I want to say to you, as I've been watching you, and I know you put yourself on the front line first and foremost before anybody else, and you took them on and you beat them in court. I'm going to tell you something. I hope you beat the snot out of this guy (laughs) in this election. (laughs) And, you know, we got to beat back some of these policies. This this this, this sex uh, uh, law and the LGBTQ plus law that they passed last year as soon as he got in there. Listen, I'm a grown man and I can't keep up with these letters. Um, Stephanie Trussell called them the alphabet people. <laughs> I, I can't keep yeah. up. I can't keep up with this nonsense. And I'm a grown person. Think about putting that, think about putting that in the face 
of of a kindergartner, right. first grader, second grader. Right. You know, that's that's abuse right. to me. That's, that's abuse. Job. That's abuse. Right. Right. Thank you. But, this, it's got to change. And I, I, we believe the people across Illinois are ready for it. And, you know, it's going to be up to the people. But yeah. uh, you're, you're, because of my reference earlier of being a farmer, uh, I will assure you when this is said and done, you will have never seen anyone to, to, to put time in, the miles, the the foot traffic, the, the conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's happening. It's already happened. It's going to continue to happen. And yeah. You guys are going to see me more than once in your in your neighborhoods. Amen. And, um, you know the people are going. To, the people will decide. The people of Illinois yeah. are smart. I think they're. Um, I think they're ready for something different. And then we just firmly believe that uh, you know I am that something different. So. Yeah. If you just join us, we're talking with State Senator Dan Bailey. You know what? You know what, Senator? What I what I I read the ISPE's, uh response to it. Although we agree with the spirit of the bill, we're, and, and, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, although we, we agree with the spirit of the bill, we're still concerned that it's another unfunded mandate. And no, no you, really? No. How about being, being in this? Because mm-hmm. when Mary Flowers and, and, and my buddy Anthony DeLuca, who did not vote, I, I, anybody that didn't vote for that, I'm okay with that. I'm a, the problem is the 60 people that voted and believe that this should be something that should be taught to an a, a innocent right. kindergarten, a five-year-old child. Think about this. A five-year-old right. child that the school should be responsible for teaching this, not the parents. That's that's where I, I draw the line, Senator. What about what, what say you? Well, so the the last final hours of the bill, it's, it is important to, to note that um, uh, you, you – can you hear me? Mm-hmm. The last important hours of the bill, it is important to note that uh, parents can opt their children out, which is really backwards. Parents, we should have it where if parents want to put their children in, they would opt them in. And schools can opt completely out of the program. Amen. So people need to know that because people need to show up at these school board meetings and they need to yeah. they need to demand that this nonsense not be taught in their schools. So yeah. and, and you know that's the concern is yeah. that parents and people aren't going to know that. So uh, yeah. so so there were some small victories. That now, now, Senator, let's talk about the maps because I saw the redistricting and I saw that I, I believe it's just you and Jason Plummer and and a lot of the other reps that are going to be like um, is, is I mean they initially it came out twenty of the forty five. Uh, Republican districts will be going against each other. Now it's what? How, how did it come out? What What was the final layout of of how the redistricting is going to look? Well, so so the uh, Senate map dropped first, and, and now the House map dropped. So they really cleared a lot of that up. What it's really genius on on the side of the Democrats because what they almost did is encourage primaries in many of the Republican districts. So if you look. At many of the maps, you will see they they dropped uh, a lot of the people that they had combined. Uh, they they dropped them down, and maybe they're on a far corner of a new district. So, um, so that appears to me to be the strategy that's that they're being used that, that's taking place here. But uh, you know, Republicans, I think that's something that uh, I've I've brought to the table is a, a new uh, form and a new way of of communication and getting the word out to the people you know yeah. that uh, it needs to get to and, and in a fast and efficient way and 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 you know people are people are understanding that and they're getting that so um, you know that's what uh, that's something we'll be doing a lot this summer as this is going around and making Amen. sure that uh, everybody knows who their uh, potential candidates are and then that we've got strong candidates and that they adhere to Republican values. Uh, that 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 in and of itself, you know, is yeah. is a, another reason why Illinois is floundering. Yeah, and Senator, I saw also that they remapped the su- Supreme Court 
districts as well. Now they lose a they lose a seat, and then now all of a sudden, now they want to remap the Supreme no, Court. No, that question, yeah, that question was uh, was raised yesterday on the floor. So certainly not. It just it's been sixty years, and 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 it's just time. So coincidentally, isn't that amazing? Yeah. So, yeah. On what data? Though? <laughs> on what data are they using? Yeah. That's the bigger problem. And that's the, that's the other issue. And I don't know that uh, I'm sure there'll be a lawsuit. There probably won't be a lawsuit until the congressional map is dropped. See, the congressional map has to match identically right, right down to the household. There can be a 10 percent variance in the state maps. And uh, this ACS data that they're using, that only that only uh, shares and gives accurate information within the home. It has absolutely nothing to do with the population. So it's very important to understand that the uh, you know, accurate census data will will begin uh, showing up in August. Well, when it comes to uh, conservatism, I'm mostly social. So, what <clears throat> could you what could you say to me and others that when it comes to this sex ed bill and the LGBTQ law that's been passed, what could you how could you reassure me that you could do something to beat these bills back and get them you know send them send them on his way. Well, thank you, and that's that's I think what I do a very good job. We got thirty seconds. We got thirty seconds. I don't want to rush. I'm getting kicked around. All right, I'm even getting kicked around because I've been up to Chicago in your community talking with you know some wonderful people. We've got to bring everyone at the table. Everyone's got to have a seat at the table, given a say. The people have to be informed. The people are left out of the process. So that's that's what we're going to do. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Hey, Senator Bailey, where can people um, find you and, and look look you up? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's not a person that doesn't know who you are, but where can people follow you? BaileyForIllinois.com. Look me up on Facebook, Bailey for Illinois, with very active page. We will be up and all across this state soon. I can't wait to see you. State Senator Darren Bailey, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Thank you. And thank you so much for standing up and fighting for us, the everyday na- normal people. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. All right. State, State Senator Darren Bailey, you listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I want, I want the sound of pop dropping, Doug. Switch your, switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. Verlon, even doing that commercial break, you 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 know, you got me riled up there. Oh yeah. Hey, wait, wait, I gotta call somebody out for it. Hey, Bad Bat, really? Your bratty, your bratty little brother, really? Okay. Can I call somebody out? Yeah, go ahead. Phil, we're about to start uh, attacking <laughs> some topics. Race uh. and law and order. Please call in, Phil. And I've been calling out Sean for like about three weeks, and I haven't heard a peep from him from Crown Point. Yeah. And he's around my area. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Come on, Sean. Maybe you scared him away. I might have. But, you know, all right. Now, you know Chicago developed a foot pursuit policy. (sighs) Verlon. Yes? Do cops initiate foot pursuits? No, they don't. Okay. So if somebody's going to run, they're already – listen, I know. I've been there. I've I've done the job. You you see the – you know – there's a movement. There's a look. There's a, they they watch. They see. They look. They're looking for that hole. That some way they can get away from you, right? Yeah. Cops don't. Do, don't cops are not the ones that are doing the foot pursuit. Pause. Foot pursuit, right? Okay. I I I'm, I think what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. 
You know how to defund. You know how they're going to be able to defund the police. How? What they're doing now. This little hitting every aspect of policing. It's going to come to the point in time they're going to have bobbies next. They're going to get rid of the guns. They're going to get rid of guns, and police are going to be security guards. Basically, they do it just by it's just stealth, just tactically. Take away this. Can't do this. Can't do that. Can't do this. This is now when in reality. And then you're getting community activists who are part and who are who, who are helping you create the policy. These some of these community actors who are who are connected with a lot of the hoodlums that are out here. Are you are you mm. out of your mind to 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 to, to defund? This is how they're going to defund the police. This is how the men and women that are out there trying to do their job. Ninety nine point nine percent of the men and women that are out there doing the job legitly. They're legit with when they go out there and put on that star and put that gun on their host on, the, on their hip. This is how you defund the police. You don't have to go about it taking away money. You just you put these onerous um, policies and on them. And then you look up, they can't do their job. This is what this is what Superintendent um, Brown had to say about the foot pursuit policy. This policy is uh, defines foot pursuit as appropriate only when there is probable cause, as I mentioned before, is for an arrest or is believed an individual has committed, is committing or is about to commit a crime. <clears throat> this policy prohibits foot pursuit stemming from minor traffic offenses. This policy details tactics to avoid a foot pursuit, including continual communication with the subject and encouraging officers to position themselves in such a way to reduce the opportunity for a foot. So the cop has to change what he's doing, not the criminal who's 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 calculating and knows the criminal's going to read this foot pursuit policy and they're going to know it. They're going to know it better than most cops. Uh, Superintendent Brown continues. Chase. It outlines alternatives to foot pursuit policies that should also be considered by officers, including establishing a surveillance or containment area and or apprehending an identified suspect at another time or place. This policy ensures circumstances surrounding a foot pursuit policy are considered before any foot pursuit takes place. Stop it with this Hollywood scripting to, to, that's going to hurt men, the men and women who wear that uniform. Go ahead, Verlon. The way I see it, it's advantage perp. Yes. In every aspect. What, what people have to understand is police are trained to see the suspicious people, the people that are up to no good. But this mayor, this superintendent, and the way things are now, they want to make people feel like they're not being oppressed. Correct. You know, they, 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 they use the word oppressed and they, they put a whole new definition. Systemic. Systemic. You know, everything is, is systemic. So, you know, the way these policies go now, all the person has to do is run. You can't pursue them right. through a neighborhood. If you got people standing at the corner, that could be hoodlums or people that's just on their porch hanging out. They can tell the you, police. Oh, you call them hoodlums. The hoodlums, yeah, hoodlums. You, you, they can just say, listen, we don't want you pursuing people down our block because we don't feel it's safe. You yeah. have to break off the foot patrol. But, but Villan, minor traffic, correct, Babette. Minor, what's, what's, define minor. What's minor? I've, I've had traffic stops that turn into felonies. So define minor. I'm going to define it. Go ahead. Say I'm driving down the street with a, with an expired tag. You can't, and he doesn't want to stop. He wants to just go ahead and drive on home. You have to let him do it and catch him later at home. So even if he drives away and he gets in the car or he gets out, shoots somebody. Oh, I could have stopped him at the minor, but 
he gets away and causes something even greater where he kills or hurts or maims somebody. Oh, but I could have had I true story. True story. Jason, Jason, my buddy, my good buddy Jason was my FTO. We're driving. We're sitting at the stoplight on Ridge Road going northbound right at I-80. We get a call. I know, no, we get a call. Hey, I mean, we see this guy go right past me, right onto the expressway, flying right through the red light. We get behind him, 120 miles per hour, I'm chasing him. My sergeant calls off the foot pursuit. If it's simple travel, let it go. Guess what? They had just robbed 13, 14 truckers that were, were sitting there, but we were right there on them, and it was canceled. Wow. And they had just, we, we would have had them. You're listening to Black and White on AM560, answer. More about this when we return. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Some would say I'm a troubled man. <laughs> You're listening to Black and White. I'm live, joined live in studio by my good friend, Verlon Galloway. Otherwise known as the troublemaker. So you, Vilan, Okay, now you, you you see this new foot pursuit policy is happening because of incidents that are happening mostly in the Chicago Cook County area. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I I I shared a post on Black and Right's Facebook page the other day. Right. Help me understand. Now these numbers are from. Um, uh, from the beginning of January through 2020 of last year. These were the numbers that were, this is when this person came up with this post, a friend of mine made this post. Through, from through January uh, through July of 2020, there were 2,200 shootings. At the time, there were 440 homicides. Almost every shooting and homicide were black, 97.7%. But here's the thing. What you continuously hear is the act, these activists, BLM, and other Chicago Democrat politicians blame police and systemic racism. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to take you through the leadership of Chicago, Cook County, and tell me and help me understand how Chicago, Cook County, is under the umbrella of systemic racism. Right? Chicago mayor is what color? I want you to tell me the oh, color. Cool. The Chicago mayor is what? Black. The superintendent of police is what? Black. The Cook County state's attorney is what? Black. The chief judge of Cook County circuit, court, circuit courts is what? Black. The Illinois attorney general is what? Black. The Chicago fire department commissioner is what? Black. The Cook County board president is what? Black. The state senate majority leader is what? Black. The Illinois lieutenant governor is what? Black. The Illinois secretary of state is what? Black. The clerk of the circuit court of Cook County is? Black. The Cook County clerk, I don't know if they, they're black. Yeah, Cook County clerk. Okay. Okay. The Chicago treasurer is a Latina now. That, that counts for black. Yeah, well, the Chicago board, police board president is what? Black. The Chicago Transit Authority president is what? Black. The CEO, at the time, because I think they changed it, the CEO of Chicago Public Schools is what? Black. The commissioner of the Department of Water Management is what? Black. Okay. 40% of the city council belong to who? Black. The black what? The black caucus. Yeah. Okay. The Speaker of the Illinois House of Representatives is what? Black. Now, today. Black. Okay. Yeah. Republicans in the city council. What about them? How many? Oh. Oh, no. Zero. Do you know Zero? a Republican? In the, no. Th- th- somebody that runs as a Republican. Oh. Do you know any? No. no. Okay. 
for 89, now 90 years, Democrats have controlled what office? What office? Yeah, what office? The Chicago's mayor's office. Oh. So, can someone out there please explain this to me? Somebody please explain this to me, okay? How is it possible for Republicans or white people in general to be responsible for Chicago's horrendously, horrendously dismal condition? Can I ask a question? Please do. After hearing all of that, can we as black people officially be called racist? Oh, You, you want to know why I'm, I'm asking that question? Because as I read the definition, black people don't control the levels of power. So we cannot be defined as racist because we don't hold the levels of power. But after hearing that, I think we hold all the levels of power except for governor. Yeah. So can we now be called racist? Ooh. I want somebody to answer that question. I think you, you, you're trying to call out Phil again. I'm trying you? to call out Phil. Or, or Sean. Or Sean. <laughs> and I want our boy Sean to call in, too. Both of them. It, yeah. It, well, Sean's, the other Sean's probably in Florida. He's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> but but the other Sean that I love so much that, you know, he likes me and he likes Sean from Elwood Park. I yeah. want him to call in, too, and talk about yeah. it. He speaks so well. But, or Greg. Greg. Yeah. I love you, Greg. Call in. But the point is this, this saying these things, they sound good. But then policy is created, hence the foot pursuit policy. Yeah. Policy is created because of what? Why? Why is why? Why did they create this foot pursuit policy? Because of Toledo and what's the other kid's name? Well, uh, Alvarez. Alvarez. But they would say that it's been too many deaths occurring. You know, uh, that's what the left would say, and so they saying it's it's been a long time coming. Okay, you can know. I, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Toledo would have stopped and never ran. Would he be alive today? Yes, he would. If Alvarez would have stopped and just put his hands up, would he be alive today? Yes, he would. Okay. So don't give me that. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not heartless, but I'm, I'm sick and tired of the hypocrisy. I'm sick and tired of, of, of trying to control how we do business in our, in our, in our government and, and creating policy out of thin air. Because these people are out there committing crimes. They're, they're, they're hurting and trying to destroy other and kill other people. People. I have a caveat. Go ahead. Chicago wants to mirror Newark, New Jersey, that they haven't shot. Oh, boy. One person this year at all or last year. I forgot what this is. Chicago is not Newark, New Jersey. That's what they want. It's nowhere near. It doesn't. It's nowhere near Newark, New Jersey. They want community policing. Yeah. But, you know, I saw that in 2019. How many how many how many shots in 2019? There were seven police involved shootings in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Seven. Yeah. And they didn't have one in 2020? Why? What are, what are the other factors? What's the totality of, of why that? What were, what were the ingredients? How, uh, did, did they reduce, release, reduce crimes? I mean, reduce certain, um, uh, remove certain uh, criminal aspects like Chicago is trying to do, like Illinois is trying to do. You know, what's that, that, what was the House Bill 3656 or 35, 3635? Things of that nature. That's why, that's how that happens. Oh, come on. Mike, don't Mike, don't fall off. Don't fall off the line. You got me going, man. <laughs> because, oh, because, because I'm sick and tired of, of, of people not realizing what's at stake. Yeah. America, Illinois, we that there's so much at stake. Wake up! Mike, don't go anywhere. You listening to Black and Right on AM560 the answer. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. 
It's black and right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove I want this song it, to breathe so maybe a bit. I'm lying. Come on. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put your blame on me. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with my good pal, my buddy, Verlon, the troublemaker, Galloway. Uh, let's go to the line. Let's go to the falls. Uh, Mike's been holding on. Mike, welcome back to Black and Right, brother. John, Verlon, good afternoon. Thank you for being here on this beautiful day to take time to actually talk about the real issues a lot of people miss out on. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Uh, you know, you guys are pointing out way too many obvious things, and you guys are going to be called the racist next. Yeah. You guys got to realize that. What do you mean? And, we, we're uh, going to be called. We're already <laughs> being called. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, but, you know, John's hitting the point on a lot of people don't understand policy. Policy is a dry subject. People don't like to talk about it. And John pointed out a very huge point of policy as being created by citizens for these police agencies or, or law enforcement agencies. Yeah. And many of these policies crept out from the prisons onto the street. Yeah. And the citizens that try and, that keep on trying to enact this, uh, they lack training. They lack ability. They lack, I mean, experience. They Mike, can look at a video. Mike. Can you can you explain a little bit of that for me? Because I, I uh, people like me that may not know what you're talking about. When you say come from the prisons onto the street to make policy, explain that a little bit. It's about enabling the criminals or the inmates for what they did, and allowing them to keep on their attitudes and behaviors while they're incarcerated, while they're supposed to be changing, and then heading back out into the streets early with those same attitudes thinking they can get away with it because just like you pointed out, they understand the rules better than the officers yeah. or even the people that are working those prisons it's true. and what they can get away with. Oh, cool. That's true. Yeah, okay. That's true. All right. And, Mike. you know, and John's talking about a foot, foot pursuit policy, you know, <laughs> all it takes is, oh, you stepped one too many yards, you know, beyond the amount that you were told to stop. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. A person's career is gone because of a policy that was created by somebody that has absolutely no clue of what policing is. That's true. Or the training that is. That's true. And those policies that are getting created do not have any availability for training right now. Right. The only thing they're meant to do is to reduce or get rid of the amount of training officers get or receive. That's true. Okay. Mike, we got to go, but thanks so much for calling. Go Let's go back to the phone lines. Marie, Marie, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, this Hi. is the Swiss Miss from Kenosha. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> How's because it going? I, I'm fine. It's because I'm a quarter Swiss and I'm not married right now. And, uh-huh. you know, three years ago my husband died and I'm oh, oh, back sorry, to being dude. a Swiss Miss. Yeah. Well, thank you. But, um, well, I, I think I've been listening to you as much as I can uh, since you started. Uh-huh. I remember realizing that there was a new program on on 560, and uh, I just wanted to call and say hello. And uh-huh. even though I'm not Sean or any other of your most highly favored callers that you <laughs> called out, <laughs> maybe I will be. Get, maybe I can Keep get calling. on the bottom of that list Keep someday. Calling. Oh, you'll be at the top. You'll be at the top. But, uh, thank you so much for I, – I like – you know, all of the uh, uh, show hosts, 
get, bring a, their own, his or her own perspective. Yeah. And, um, you know, I like what you know. Like you said, you, you've been a Chicago cop on the beat there. And, you know, I was I, in I, Chicago. Like, I just, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. And, um, but, um, you know, I was going to say the, pro- the problem with what you're saying as far as the left, leftists are concerned is that you make too much sense. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you so much That's for calling they- us. Thank you so much, Marie. <laughs> Hey, you listening to Black and Right. Hey, DJ, hold the line. I'll take you at the top of the hour. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. The madness on my brain. I resort to violence. My killers move in silence. Like you don't know what I silence. Your killers are wild. My dogs is with it. You want it? Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Black and right on AM560, the answer. I'm your host. What you laughing at, Flan? Your key is rubbing off on you, man. Why? You trying to. That's my, that's my, I love that song. Man. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. You know who Andy Aminio is? No. Oh, you a bum. I'm a Bob Seger fan. Wait, if I, if he's it, a if Christian I, rapper. If, if, oh, okay. See? Oh, okay. So how, I mean. But this is what I was saying the other week when we had fire on the show. They, when we had who? For, for, what, 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 what's the name? name of? Go ahead, get it out. <laughs> What's her name? What's Ramos' name? Come on, man. I can't say it. It it means fire. Who? Ramos. Ashley. Frega. Frega. Okay. Ashley Ramos. This is what I was saying the other week. You know, they're trying to infiltrate every aspect, but they're up against a media giant, a a, a Hollywood giant. It's hard. But, hey, at least you know more than I do. I'm not affiliated. See, you know, you got to push back against the culture warriors that are out there on the left. You do. Because they, I mean, listen, the culture. <laughs> Doug said the white seat, the white guy from Detroit, Bob Seger. Who? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Let's go to the phone lines. Oh, that's my guy, Bob yeah, Seger. Oh, okay. You said you was laughing. Yeah, I'm a Bob Seger guy. Uh, Doctor DJ, what's going on, brother? Hey, John Verlon, I really appreciate you, appreciate you guys taking the call. You know, John, you and I have had many conversations, particularly related to even Verlon's comment from earlier in the show, talking about the general citizenry looking at their leadership and saying, just do something, just do something. But when you do that, whether it's in general politics or in, in, in education, what we're seeing is a continued abdication of the citizenry's responsibility to hold the politicians accountable. We're seeing a continued abdication of parents taking on responsibility for the children's education and saying, no, I'm sorry, this modified K-12 through human growth and development sex education curriculum is absolutely inappropriate. And it is not going to be until somebody steps up and says, no, we are not going to take this, and we stop abdicating that responsibility, that there are actually going to be changes. You know, listening to, 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 to the to superintendent of police from Chicago saying, well, this is what we're going to do with foot chases. Well, unless somebody steps up and says, no, that's not acceptable to us, we are not abdicating our safety. We're not giving up our safety 
for the benefit of the criminals in the city or in the state. People need to stop advocating the responsibility. Step up, say something, and do something. Well, I think I think that that responsibility falls onto the um, John Cantanzara, um, the, the the president of the union, because because as as a as a grunt on the road on the street, I mean, there's a lot of pushback and blowback that you can receive, but your union representation can be the person, the people. Um, and I and I and I, if I know anything about the Chicago Live Seven, they're not going to take this sitting down. Hopefully, thanks so much for calling, DJ. But he's right. Yes, he is. The reason why so much stuff happens is because people just throw stuff at you, and if there's no response, uh, no pushback, guess what? Oh, I can push them back on something else. Yeah. And I, and that's that's what's continuously happened in, this, in the state of Illinois for decades. Mm-hmm. They the, the progress has been incremental. Think about everything that's happened, all this the, the crazy stuff that we got being passed now. Some of this stuff was introduced 10, 15 years ago and it's just getting passed now. That's true. It's incremental. See the, see the left, the, the, the right, the right will never get it. The left, they get it. Everything is incremental. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll push, they'll push, they'll push, let, get it accepted into the mainstream, push it into the culture because the culture then becomes the policy. They play the long game. They do. They play the long game. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, welcome to Black and Right. John, how are you, brother? Hey, I'm doing well. Belong, good to see you as always. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I take you watching the, the live stream. <laughs> you know I am. So I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this about six levels a little deeper, and I'll try to keep it short here. When we look at the actions on what what's going to be occurring on the streets, we have to look at the policy that drives those actions. And when we look at the policy that drives those actions, we look at the people who advocate for those policies yep. that drive those actions. Yep. So we have to start taking a look at. And this is not the sexy part of politics, but you have to start taking a look at the relationships between the lowest levels and the highest levels. And I'll tell you right now that the lowest levels, the gangs in Chicago that run the streets are connected, are connected to the policymakers as well as the people advocating for those policies. And when we started recognizing that that is the truth and, and, and that a simple vote will not do it, then we start realizing and, and, and understanding what we need to do as a community to try and solve the problem. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. You know, that's, that, I mean, that's, it's, it, we don't talk about it enough. We well, just don't talk about it enough. Well, you, if you listen to this show, you know we do here because we, we know that. Oh, it's I not, know you do. Because we know it's not being talked enough. And we know that so many other people don't really understand what's actually happening out here. And, you know, especially in the policy arena, man. The policy arena is where everything happens. But to your point, nobody wants to get involved in, in the dry. Everybody wants to high falutin all the where all the attention is, where the cameras are. But nobody wants to dig deeper into these policy these policy issues that's changing the state. That's been changing the state for decades, and and with no pushback. Go ahead, Vaughn. One hundred percent. And the gangs have gotten smarter, and they've brought politicians into their fold. Wait, then what if I tell you this? They raise up attorneys. They raise up people to, to help go in and, and push mm-hmm. their, their, their agendas and their initiatives. Trust me. Now, this is the perfect Thanks seg- so much for calling, Mike. This is the perfect segue for me. What you said a few minutes ago and what you and this gentleman were saying right now as far as policies being presented 20 years ago and now it's finally mainstream. Yeah. Okay. A friend of mine, former state senator Ricky Henry. Uh-oh. Hollywood. He was, Hollywood. He was the tip of the spear 20 years ago when it comes to marijuana licensing. And his... Um, his reasoning is resources have to be brought back 
to the west side and the south side and, 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 and jobs and business owners have to be created because we don't have any wealth on the west side and the south side of Chicago. Now, I'm a values type of voter, and I, I don't believe in it. You don't believe in it. Me right. and you talked about it at the beginning of the show. Right. We don't believe in it. But let's roll with it. Okay, it's, it's a new round of licensing coming out, another 72, 75 licensing. But they said whites need not apply Uh-oh. because of the first round. Uh-oh. Do you believe that's racist? If only black and brown people can apply to get licenses this well, time and exclude whites that meet the criteria so, that they set forth. Now, is this for Chicago only, or is this, this state? Is for, this is this is for Chicago. So, so we had a mayor that said, <laughs> "I'm only taking interviews for black and brown people." Wow. Now they're saying they're only taking marijuana from black and brown people, right. or just black, or just black, black and brown, black and brown, black and brown. They only excluded white people, Help and me, Lord. the reason why they excluded white people because. Ten white people, well, eight white people and about an uh, Indian and an Arab, they got all of the first 72 licenses, but they met the criteria and they had the capital. But like one person might have 10 licenses and another person has eight and only probably one black person qualified but never didn't get it. So they feel like this time is amending a wrong. Yeah. They're amending a wrong. Well, I do know that I've been following Maze. Maze, this is something Maze has been really pushing because – I guess basically there were no black people that got one white guy got eight licenses yeah, or something yeah. of that nature. Um, the disparity is is the disparity there? Is that what they're going after? The disparity they're, they're saying they're saying that number one, this was to make black business owners and and bring black jobs. But why should it be white business owners and they're employing black people? So here's the question: They're not why, moving forward. So why why weren't black? And it's an equity thing. But why weren't black and brown given it the first go around? They did. But the but they didn't meet all the criterias. So they lowered the criteria. They lowered the criteria and took certain things out and said whites not need apply. So they're gonna be all black businesses owners now. But they lowered their standards. Help us, Lord. Let's go to Terry. Jim, I'm gonna take you when we come back from break. Let's go to Terry. Terry, welcome back to Black and Right. Thank you. Uh, I I think the main reason uh, BLM and the other protest rioters uh, get away with lawlessness is because. Uh, mainstream media is favorable to them for some strange reason. I'd like to know what's in it for media to let uh, our cities be destroyed. Uh, well, I'll tell you, view eyes, <laughs> eyes and ears. The, the media, is, because the more they push that, the eyes and ears, you know, that's how the more people are looking at their um, uh, stations, the more advertising is bit on their radio, on their, on their shows. That's what the media gets out of this. That's why they continue to push this divide. That's why they continue to, to push and make, 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 uh, and especially the divide between us and, and races. You know, I, I mean, this is, this is like the oldest trick in the book and it works. It works. And, and it produces a ton of money. Look at BLM making what, $90 million mm-hmm. and not one cent of it has gone to the black community. Oops. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Terry, thanks so much for calling. Great point. Where am I wrong? You're not. You know, the, the bottom line is it's about controlling the masses to maneuver them like chess pieces on the board. That's it. You know, uh, I don't know, Verlon. You're listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Hey, Jim from South Elgin, I'll, I'll take your call when we return. Let's get to him, baby Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Yeah, let's get it. 
Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Astro. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself, Verlon Galloway. Um, Babette made a good point. I, I tried to get her to call in. I don't know, I don't know if she's going to call in. Uh, but she said, the problem I have besides a host of others with this issue, talking about the licensing, okay. is that a few of the black and browns didn't even reside in this state. Yet they are front line for the licensed one is from Denver, I believe, mentioned in a newspaper article last year regarding the marijuana licensing issue. What, did you, what, what, do you, what say you? Is that part, was that part of the problem, the reason why they didn't get it? Well, that's not what they said. And I was like firsthand with, with the man that, uh, that spearheaded it and took on the governor about it. Uh-huh. it. He said it was totally about resources because the blighted communities, they're not being helped by the tip. Was it they didn't have money or was, was it? The tip funds are not being used oh. for what they're supposed okay. to be getting used for. So he was thinking of another avenue okay. to bring resources to the west side and the south side. Okay. Let's go, to, let's go back to the phone line. Jim, go ahead. You wanted to call back to finish your comment? Yes, sir. I just wanted to thank you for your opening uh, uh, plain taps. Uh, my dad and uncle were both in World War II, part of the, world, the world's greatest generation. It wasn't for those brave soldiers, we wouldn't be here today. And uh, also, uh, the nuclear bomb was dropped in Japan, and that ended the war and saved a lot of lives. And there was a lot of misinformation about bombing Nagasaki, because people just think it was wanton destruction. But we, we dropped leaflets to warn the people and things. And, that end of the war quickly, so that was the right thing to do. Yeah. But you're talking about my friend Mookie. I'm here with my friend Mookie. <laughs> we're up in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. So, Mookie, tell him the we, uh, we, we heard of Mookie way back in 85, and I thought it was such a funny name. And so I said, hey, how are you doing, Mook? <laughs> and we started down to Mook. So now we've been Mook and Mookie for about the last 37 years. Wow. I actually have before, a cousin named Mookie. It was before Mookie Wilson. Oh. We predated Mookie Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a cousin named Mookie. <laughs> I'm seriously, no joke. Uh, guys, thanks so much for calling in, guys. We really appreciate it. And Jim, thanks so much for, all, for, 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 for sponsoring the show and being such a great supporter. I really appreciate you. My pleasure. we got to keep the patriotic movement uh, alive and well. Amen. Thanks so much, Jim. Jim from South Elgin, owner of Best Dental. Um, all right. Where are we going now, Verla? It's time to get under people's oh, wait, skin. Wait, wait. Can, I, can, oh. can, can we talk about this article? Okay. Because I, I, I saw that, you know, once again, a Republican that mentioned something about Hitler or oh, yeah. Nazi. Uh, personally, you know, my thing is stay away from it. You know? Yeah. But there was an article written by a guy by the name of Chris Tremogli. Oh, I probably butchered that name. <laughs> and it's from the UPenn Statesman, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, he has this it's a 50-year history of Democrats crying Hitler. Now, you do recall the last couple of Republican presidents, Romney, I mean McCain, Bush, McCain, Romney, Trump. They've all used references of Hitler. Oh, of and calling him all type of names when it comes to these Nazism. But have you noticed that the Democrats, again, pointing out the hypocrisy, they can label, name anything Nazism when it comes to a Republican, and there's no pushback, there's nobody calling them out. But let 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 a Republican use it. And then now the whole world has ended. What say you, Valon? It's called handcuffs. They're, 
Republicans has has effectively let themselves be handcuffed by the Democrats. We've seen over the last past four years how Democrats played lowball when it comes to the Supreme Court justice. He was a contender at that time. When what they do with Trump and with the with the you know the conspiracy theories and the Russian collusion, they can say anything. Yeah, but they still come out the other side smelling like a rose. Yeah, but when the Republican says anything, they're shamed. They're, they're you know they're they're marginalized. And and you see what happened to her? They took her out of committee. Yeah, you know that's this is this is the game, yeah. and we let them play that game. And let game. them do it. Yeah, we well, let and, them do and, it. And, and I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy. You're not. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. He's the the, the minority leader uh, in the house. I'm. I'm just not a big fan of him. You know what? He's gonna always. He's just the typical. I want a fighter. He's the typical Republican that's gonna try to play high. I want a fighter. I gonna, want a citizen warrior. I want a warrior in there. I want a warrior who understands what we're up against. I want a warrior that will stand up and say, you know what, these impeachments, guess what, as like, soon as I get the gavel, I'm impeaching Joe Biden. That you ne- want to play these games? We need warriors in there. I'm narrows, sorry. That narrows it down to two people, Ted Jim, Cruz and Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Well, Those are, no, what, what Ted Cruz is in the Senate, remember. But I'm just saying the yeah. people that we have that, that comes under the label of fighter, like what you want, that, that's not scared of the other side or what they may have to say. Well, Lee Zeldin's a fighter, but he's thinking about running for governor of New York. Um, I mean, you got Jim Jordan, you have, um, what's his name? The one that got shot. Oh, Scalise. Scalise. I mean, these yeah, are he's fighters, a, Yeah, man. he's a fighter. I, he's I, a fighter. I apologize if he's listening. You know, and, and I know people may take, well, I know people may take umbrage with that, but you know what? I don't care. Because, because again, you got to know what we're up against. Right. We're, we're up against people who do not love this country. Yeah. These are people who are hell-bent on destroying the very fabric of this nation, who want to destroy the soul, who want to take this, to take the soul of America and take it to the dungeons of hell. This is who we're dealing with today. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take us right along with them. But that's why I say we need citizen warriors standing up saying, I'm not having it anymore. And that is, and I'm not saying that that means we go out there and fisticuff, get in fisticuff fights with them, you know, back backyard brawls. No. Stand up, run like you know America is in danger. Yeah. That's what I want. We don't have people that really understand it, Vilan. They understand, but they don't want to ruffle feathers. You know, you got people that just want to kind of live their lives and they don't want they don't want to be canceled. They don't want to be marginalized. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want to be ostracized. You don't have too many people like you and me that don't give a rip about what somebody else has to say, what yeah. they think, because I live in my own brain anyway yeah. most of the time. I mean, I have real close friends that we can relate. I got maybe like one or two that relate on every issue, but the rest of them, trust me, it's a dog and cat fight. Valant, this is what I want right here. Hi, uh, I want to ask you about the bill that you're signing here today. Um, uh, you're a loyal supporter of former President Donald Trump. Uh, for, uh, Donald Trump is now a resident in Florida, and he was deplatformed. Is this bill for him? The bill is for everyday Floridians, is what we said. Now, this this was him signing the bill that said that you can no longer um, deplatform people from Facebook if you yeah, live yeah. in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I want. Right here in a fighter. Um, and it would allow any Floridian to be able to um, to provide uh, what, what they're doing. So, um, but I think, I mean, I do think that's another issue that, that has been brought to bear when you deplatform the president of the United States, but you let Ayatollah Khomeini talk about killing Jews. That is wrong. Being on defense 
is over. The days of defense are over. It is time to take an offensive approach to saving America. You are right. Uh, I, I keep forgetting about the ones we have here or in the state, not here, not in Illinois, but in certain states, you're more informed than I am when it comes to that. I, I don't know how I can forget about DeSantis. He's a fighter. Yeah. I think about more so the House, federally the yeah. House and the Senate, the fighters that we have here and there in those bodies. But, yeah, you're right. There are some governors that, that can fight. And yes. he's, he's at the tip Abbott of the Abbott from Texas. Yeah, Abbott from Texas. You know, Christy Noem until she bent on the well, you know transgender what? And, and, bill. I'm, and I'm going to do to you what I did when it comes to um, – What's the lady? Uh, what's the lady that went another way? Uh, she was the ambassador with Trump. Oh, um, uh, from uh, South, uh, South, from South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, from South Carolina. Nikki, 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 Nikki Haley. Haley. Okay, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. You want to know why? Why? Because you don't know if it's somebody in her family that may be changed. No, I get that. And and, yeah. and 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 you're not gonna do that because now you, you you're ostracizing your family. So that's pro- yeah, and we don't know. She doesn't have to say why. Yeah. But the thing about it is that's why. That's probably why I'm 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 giving her that. Yeah, but but have you seen some of the testimony? Uh, bad bad. I'm gonna take you after the break. Have you seen some of the testimony of some of these girls who were tops in their class, and now they have to run against oh, yeah. somebody who? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Villan, no, I, I'm sorry. I no, I, I I no, create their own league. Oh, I was, I was their about own to league. say that. that you you want you want create. The, a league for them to run to play baseball, football, ba- whatever you want. Create it. I don't. Look. That's not the time that we're living in. You have to accept that man as being By a force. Woman. Yeah, they're going to force you to believe it. They, you have to be reeducated, John. But imagine, but imagine a citizen warrior getting up there and saying, "No, I'm not taking it. I'm not having." I would love it. You know, just uh-huh. like the, just like these 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 governors are doing with critical race theory. We're not having it in our state. You can push that indoctrination in your state, but we're not having it in our state. That's what the 10th Amendment is all about. you listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I'm pumped up. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. We'll be right back. Bad, bad, I got you on the break. After the break. Back to Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the Making moves. I need some I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the Troublemaker. Woo. That was an interesting um, break. For a lie. Yeah. Woo. I'm fired up today. I, I don't like you. Hey, trust me. We, You're not coming back. We still got a, one tough segment to go. Yeah, I know. Let's go to the phone lines. Babat, she said her hair is on fire. What's going on? <laughs> Did Verlon do it? Hey, Verlon. How you doing? Yeah, Verlon did it. The you know Punisher. It the Punisher, everybody. So I'm about uh-huh. to get punished. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Verlon, I agree with you. you. You know, it's article after article. What? There's over a thousand dispensaries for marijuana, and not one is minority owned. What I'm saying is, there was an article in 2020, and I noticed that two of the black. Um, people who wanted licenses were from out of state. Oh, wow. I don't know all the rules and the policies and so forth. One of the gentlemen mentioned in the article was actually from Colorado. How are you going to talk about equity in the black and brown communities? Maybe I'm confusing black owned or Hispanic owned or minority owned overall with the fact that 
out-of-staters can buy these licenses, operate their shops. I guess they'll employ folks in the community. Right, right, right. That's what they were going to do. That's that's the problem I had with that. That's what I'm saying. Right. Because it's always smoke and mirrors. And by the way, you all talking about warriors. Where are our Mark Robinsons and Alan West and so forth in this state? Exactly. Let alone federal. I mean, we're not going to make a dent with federal policy if we can't get the state of Illinois and get some new warriors up. Instead, we all running around here scrambling. Yep. So true, Babette. Hey, you spoke nothing but truth, Punisher. <laughs> I, I just had to get my little two cent in because Berlin was not understanding. Me. No, oh, oh, oh. I, I'm not going to say nothing. I learned my lesson <laughs> listening to you and John talk that day. <laughs> you shut up. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for calling. Well, bye, bye. Thank you, guys. All right. All right. Bye. She got it, man. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I just want to go through some audio that I I picked up, right? I love, I love, love. Senator Kennedy from Louisiana. He has that, you know, that country tying and, you know, I want this. So he was uh, Joe Biden's pick for the ATF. Chipman Mm -hmm. was up before the committee and he wanted him to define what uh, an assault weapon was. Listen to the Senator Kennedy. What's an assault weapon? Yeah, Senator, uh, um, the bill uh, to ban assault weapons is what is your dozens of pages. Of There's no way I could define an assault weapon. You don't have any. You're going to run an a- this agency, and you don't have a definition of assault weapon. But I would be enforcing the definition that members. Yeah, but I'm going to be have. issuing rules and regulations. Just give me your definition. Um, I'll give you one definition that ATF. Give me your definitions. One definition that ATF currently. Give me your definition. I can give you one definition. If you want to answer my question, how can I vote for you? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, right. Awesome. Because we already know they're coming for our guns. Biden, Beto said yes. What do you say? Hell yeah, I'm coming for your Mm AR-15s. They're coming for them. I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They want them. And they're going to do everything that they can to take, come after our guns. Again, incremental. Put a little red flag law here in this state. Let people call on you, deem you incompetent, deem you something mentally wrong with you. And then now you can't even talk about something being wrong with you because if something's wrong with you mentally, unless you're Hunter Biden, (laughs) who can be addicted to drugs and yet still go out and fill out a gun like gun card and and get a gun. Yeah, Yeah, because there's a there's a there's a there's a form. I think it's a 4473, 4478, something like that. That form. Did you have you ever used any? Illegal substances. Yeah. Well, how did he get the gun? You see, you see the hypocrisy. How many, how many caveats of hypocrisy are you going to call out today? Uh, all we, of them. I'm, we, I told you, I'm, I'm fit to be. I, I woke up fit to be tired. I woke up fit to be tired, and I we got enough time. Remember when they, when everybody was talking about elections, Republicans couldn't talk about it. Remember this back in 2016. Also, I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states, but are not state of the art from our perspective. Um, 
we're very concerned because there's only three companies. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling that. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including backdoors. These companies are accountable to no one. They won't answer basic questions about their cybersecurity practices, and the biggest companies won't answer any questions at all. So, remember, Democrats can say all they want about, because this is right after Trump got elected, mm-hmm. but let a Republican want to challenge the election. Oh, they have, it's, it's a conspiracy. Nothing, and even from my own Republican leaders, I'm fit to be tied today. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Black and right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Um, <laughs> Valon's talking about me, guys. He's talking about me. He's laughing at me. Uh, the question was posed, um, do I believe that we need gun reform? No, we need people reform. We need, we need the FBI to do their jobs. When, they, when you look at most of these, these mass shootings, um, the FBI had tabs on these people already. Um, I think... You, 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 you. The problem is if we if we enforce what's already on the books, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems we have today. What's happening in Chicago? If we hook these people and keep them in jail, don't even say it. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it, Vilan. You know you can't do that. Go, why? It's inhuman and and cruelty to people to keep them in jail for cash bonds. Okay, you know they ran they ran that script for two years, whereas though. You know, people have been sitting in jail for two years for $200 bond, cash bond. What did Kim Fox and Willie Wilson run on? Okay, Class A misdemeanors, okay, I get. But, I mean, they're letting people out who've, who've shot at people. They're getting out of jail, Verlon. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Good point. Good point. Uh, let's go to Miss V. You know what? Uh-oh, this is your, this, I hope Miss V gets on you. Miss <laughs> V, welcome back to Black and Right. <laughs> Put him in his place, Miss V. How you doing, Miss V? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? I'm We're doing, doing well. Guys sound, you guys sound great. I agree with both of you on, on most points, but, you know, the, every time I think they present a false argument about the pot stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, they'll, they'll say they want to, because, the black guys get arrested more than the white guys yeah. and all that stuff. But they never... The question is how many people in this state actually wanted that to be something? Yeah. You mean as far as... I don't know any, I don't know any responsible parent that voted for uh, that to be legalized in Illinois. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Because remember years ago with Mothers Against Drunk Drivers oh, yeah. and all this mm-hmm. stuff? Oh, yeah. Because we don't have enough accidents every day. Right. Hmm. Well, I also don't think anybody should so, go to prison for a DUI. Not unless they get into an accident and they hurt somebody. But but to send well, a, 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 saying, every, these people? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ms. V. Every, 
every time someone's arrested for any kind of crime, there's always drugs involved. Okay. Isn't it, isn't that true? Yeah. 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 It's just a, it's a slippery slope. Look who's offering it to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ms. V, uh, um, our friend, Ricky Hendon, always poses this um, caveat to me. Everybody gets high, whether you drink, smoke weed, do crack, whatever. Should, 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 well, I mean, that, that's what he says. But should you go to jail, do time, or, or, so you're saying you do or, or should it be better? No, no, well, I drink. I'm not going to lie about that. I wouldn't put drinking in the same category as smoking weed and doing crack. But, you know, he says, should you lose your life or lose your freedom because you get hot? And 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 should it be banned if you're going to do it anyway? So this is this is his argument to me. What would your argument or your retort be to that? Well, it would be if you could guarantee that everybody would just do it in their house. But that doesn't happen. No. Yeah. All right. No. Ms. V, thanks so much for calling us. Oh, you're welcome. You're the best. I love you guys. Thank you. We love you. We love you too. Oh, Verlon, 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 Verlon. I just Verlon. want to present both sides of the story. That's all. What, what What's the both sides of the story, Verlon? What, what I just said, what Ricky says, okay. or what we say is being a values type of a person, whether you shouldn't do it. Okay. Or what's acceptable. Is, so, is is drinking more acceptable than smoking weed? Because right. at one point in time we had prohibition. We should we wasn't supposed to be drinking. Yeah, you know. So what's acceptable? What what? I don't know it, if I would have voted. If I was in the, in the Illinois General Assembly, I voted to decriminalize it to the point where um, small amounts. Because I looked at that. So, but but as far as fully decriminalizing and what they're doing now, letting them grow, I don't know if I would have voted for that bill. I don't know. I. I I really don't, but but one of the things I do know is, I didn't arrest people mm-hmm. when I when I used to catch them. I dump it, get out of here. So you 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 okay with leaving the judgment up to each officer? Yes, the discretion should be to the, the officer. Discretion, yes. The yeah, discretion I do. Um, I don't. Did you see that? Um, um, I don't know if you saw Mike Lindell. Some people say he's losing his mind. I don't think so. Oh no, I don't think so. Did you see that he was kicked out of the yes, uh, Governors I, Association? I heard about it. Um, dinner, um, basically, and then they lied and said. He was never invited. Well, guess what? He had his badge. He was on um, Steve Bannon's show, The War Room, and he, he showed Steve Bannon. Well, Steve Bannon, I have my badge right here. They're lying to you. But I, I want to play something because there are two people. Well, I'll play, I'll, I'll only have time to play one. But when the question was asked, who does the Republican Party belong to today? Ron DeSantis. Is the future of the Republican Party America first, make America great again, or would you add or subtract from any of that? Oh, I think that's the core of it. I mean, I think uh, President Trump got the basics right. As times change, you have to look to see what new issues come along. You know, Reagan's agenda was right for that time. People will talk about it, but you got to look to see what's what's coming down the pike. He's what awesome. do you say? He's awesome. Whose party is it? It's still Trump's party. And you know what? And, and if you noticed how the f- question was framed, the the agenda, right. the agenda is not going anywhere. So the those people that are within the Republican Party that think that the agenda of America First is going somewhere, it ain't going nowhere because you know what? It worked. It worked, and it continues to work today. 
should we get a leader to push for it? Jim, hold the line. I'll take you your call when I when we return from break. Listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty the answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty the answer. Stop. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM five sixty the answer. I'm your host John Anthony live in studio. With Verlon Galloway, the troublemaker. Hey, Doug, can you can you let's let's do Mark first? Can you just patch Mark in? Mark in. We'll go with Mark, and then we'll finish out with the callers. What's going on, Mark? John, good to see you, man. Hey, I like your new music. I find myself dancing in play. <laughs> Guys, if that voice is the host of Mark My Words with Mark Vargas, heard every Sunday, seven to nine p.m. So, Mark, what, what what's coming up on the show this week? On tomorrow, I should say. We've got. We've got a great lineup tomorrow. We're going to talk to uh, Andrew Giuliani, uh, who's running for governor of New York. We're going to talk to uh, former NYPD political commentator and um, uh, John Cardillo about crime in our big cities and the failed leadership of Democrats. And And we're second half of the show. We're starting another new series called On the Trail, where I'll be interviewing uh, our Illinois gubernatorial candidates. And so Gary Rabine, Republican candidate for governor will be my first guest in this new series tomorrow. So it should be a great show. Oh, I can't wait. And it is heard right here on these airwaves from 7 to 9. Uh, mark my words with Mark Vargas. Tune in. Don't, don't, you don't want to miss it. Mark, is there, is there a place where people can um, like view you live stream? Or is it Facebook, Twitter, YouTube? Face, my Facebook, uh, Mark My Words, AM560. Check me on uh, Twitter at Mark A. Vargas, and other social media. Thanks thanks for the opportunity, John. Hey, no problem. I'll be tuned in on Sunday from 7 to 9. Mark my words with Mark Vargas. Thanks so much for joining us, brother. Thank you. Let's go back to the phone line. Jim from Naperville. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John. Hey, listen. My, my dad was uh, a Navy aviator, uh, was with the 1st Marine Air Wing down in the South Pacific during World War II in Korea. And uh, he had, he sought, fought, uh, he, he was of uh, German and Luxembourg heritage, okay? And, but he fought alongside uh, some of the best fighters, best, the, the bravest fighters that he ever saw, uh, by his accounts, were the uh, Fijians mm-hmm. and uh, the, uh, the Bo- uh, people from Bougainville uh-huh. and from Papua New Guinea. And they just happen to have dark skin, but you know the you know how the uh, Democrats all wanted to segregate yeah. the, you know the services. But I, we have pictures for I got a picture of them celebrating Christmas together from 1944, and uh, just a beautiful photo of these guys where where they celebrated the the the, uh, the uh, traditions. You know, wow, I love it. Uh, uh, you know, and and. Uh, you, it's black and white, unfortunately. <laughs> it's that color, but yeah, but you know the, the photo. But uh, yeah. you know, but the the thing is, I mean, these guys. No one you ever got ten talks seconds about that. You got ten seconds, Jim. No one talks about that, and uh, I'll tell you what: that color was never an issue in our family. My family always respected anybody of any culture Amen. and any, and we have to celebrate everyone's culture. That's true. Thanks so much for calling, Jim. Let's go to Steve. Um, Steve, welcome to Black and Right. Is it Stevie or Steve? Hey, Steve. Okay, what's going yeah, on? I just, just stumbled across your show, and uh, I heard you talk about marijuana. I just wanted to say 
that if people are free, they're not free if they can't even decide what they're going to put in their own body, especially, you know, a, a plant like marijuana. And I have never smoked marijuana. I've never touched it, but I don't think other people should be stopped from using it. If you're going to be a free country, you should be free in your own body. Great and I also wanted to say, I was just really impressed with the, uh, the intelligence of your callers, present one accepted, but uh, <laughs> I, love I was it. very impressed with your show. It's the first time I've heard it, but uh, well, thank that, you. that's all I wanted to say. Continue to stay tuned in. Thanks so much for joining us, Steve. Voila. Oh, hey, guys, don't forget the Rally for Christ is tomorrow, happening at the Kane County Fairgrounds, May 30th from 1 to 4 p.m. Verlon, thanks so much for joining us. State Rep, I mean, State Senator Darren Bailey, to all the people that continue to listen, make this show one of the hottest shows on Saturday. We thank you. Doug, thanks so much for helping us out. We appreciate you. And, guys, we'll be back next week. I can't wait to hear my wife tomorrow at the King, at the Rally for Christ.